What's up, everybody, man? I'm over here with, with Bring the Smoke, yeah, and I'm over here eat with my dude, Dr. Jamal Bryant, man, one of my far mentors, man, to be sitting down with him, man. Y'all know I don't be like this all the time, but this guy got me through my first year of preaching. When I first met you, I said, hey, man, I don't even know if he was paying me no attention or not. I said, hey, man, I need to, hey, man, I got your book, World War Me. And I'm a priest in your book. You're like, man, go ahead. You bought it. <laughs> Dude, every week I preached for about six months through World War Me because I had only preached. I would preach like, man, maybe once or twice a year, man. Then wow. I went from preaching once or twice a year, had to preach every Sunday and have a lesson every Wednesday. I said, man, I'm going to preach this book. When I tell you that book was handling stuff in the church, and people thought I was preaching like I was mad about something. Oh, you, I ain't, who told you that? Somebody, man, I ain't really do that. So they were snitching on themselves. Wow. Because that book was so anointed and was, it was hitting so many issues of people that was coming at me and I didn't even know they were coming at me. Wow. And you really couldn't say I was mad. I was just plagiarizing your book, to be honest. Have at it. Man, yes, I sir. appreciate you, man. It's a but, pleasure. Glad to be with you. Man, thank you, man. Man, how I feel to, 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 we were talking about this earlier, man, how I feel to have left the church you started to go to New Birth, man. I used to be the principal over there. Yeah, man. no, it's uh, hard to believe I've been there now four years, and uh, two of them in the pandemic, and yeah. I've not had one day of regret uh, from leaving uh, Baltimore, coming to uh, Atlanta. And I really think it was uh, a God design, so I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. Man, I do too, man. It's like, just to see, Cause I was so worried about New Birth when it was when it was um I felt like it was declining right. you know, once Bishop died, but then for you to come in I was like man that's that's the ticket there man yeah, no, so I'm man, from afar man appreciate you taking care of some of the people I I worked with some of the people yeah. I I kind of had to make sure I raised money to take care of the right. school man thank you so much man thank you for what you do man but I gotta ask you this too man because right. I be getting it now maybe because anytime I call you or bigger people. How you handle the hate, man, that be coming to you on Facebook? Do you even read that stuff, man? No. Uh, I think it, uh, it comes uh, with the territory. It's a book I read years ago called The, the Carriage to be Disliked. Mm. Uh, John Maxwell said, if you want to be liked, sell ice cream. <laughs> uh, th there's, there's nobody in history of any significance that doesn't come with controversy. Mm. Uh, and so I think that a lot of uh, black preachers, American preachers, want to be affirmed and coddled when the gospel is controversial. Mm. Uh, if everybody likes you, you're not doing something right. Wow. Uh, and so it's really a indicator of who it is that we are and what we're called to do. Man, I appreciate that, man. I mean, when I got here, people said, oh, you, you matured, you changed. And I remember you used to preach these sermons, these fiery sermons. Right. I mean, I had to because it's prophetic preachers, not preaching for, um, <clears throat> it's not preaching like you just gonna, it's, it's, it's like you preaching that something that's gonna happen. Right. Prophetic preaching, it also means to preach for change. And I had some people, you know, God needed to, to change. When I first got here and I interviewed to preach, I had to preach four sermons and teach four lessons. And I remember the first time I preached, I said, man, I know God, I must be getting this ready for somebody else because the, the sermons I was preaching definitely wasn't a sermon for no interview, man. I was right. like, man, I ain't gonna get this church, you know, right. because God was sending me so many words of correction, man. So I, I see what you're saying. You definitely gotta be, be bold enough. Thank you so much, you are awesome. Yeah, so anyway, man. But anyway, man, it's just, just a, Man, like, believe me, man, you, you, you one of my mentors don't even know it, man. I'll take it. I'm but, honored. Thank man. you with the success that you're doing. I'm 
uh, Kennedy says, success has many fathers and failures are orphans. <laughs> uh, so no, with the success that you're doing, the impact that you're making in this community, I'm glad to be connected to you. Man, appreciate yeah. it. And this called bring the smoke. Somebody bring the smoke right now, man. Right. Cause this, this it's funny. I'm doing some stuff in the background here, working with some legislators, uh, uh, legislators and senators, and uh, some people that already been doing the, the, the cannabis, the hem or whatever they want right. to call it, the legal term for it. You know, right. I just call it weed. But, <laughs> but man, so when you said that, that was like the interview heard across America, and I instantly text you, said, man, thank you. Because right. it made me comfortable, even more comfortable, because I'm working on that behind the scenes because it's this one man, he owns his flower shop. And I, I met him through some political stuff, and I said, hey, man, where the cannabis at, man? Because he had too much swag. I said, man, dude, where the cannabis at? And the people I was with, one of the high legislators in the city, one of, the, one of our city leaders, I don't want to say who they were, they was, like, mortified because I said, man, where the cannabis at? He said, man, when you got young people here, I'm like, man, that girl old, she be all right. So, you know, so then he took me back to this back place and opened it up, man. It was like, I didn't even know that much room was back there. And it was just cannabis everywhere. And he said, the reason why I need help to be able to make this fully all the way legal here so we can be able to move some things, I can pay people uh, $15 an hour for what they doing for me now, but I can pay them $26 an hour when they work for my cannabis. Right. So man, that's that's like just economic just this economic development for our people. So man, just 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 let us know why why you were so bold enough to just say that on on the yeah. uh, on well, that show. Well, I was on a uh, podcast with Rashawn Ali. Yeah, that's my and I said uh, that I want people who smell like weed. Uh, there were two different <laughs> and I think that that's the real call to the church yeah. is that uh, churches want to be country clubs like where we are right uh, when we're really supposed to be rehabilitation centers and uh, I had two areas that really were critical one is New Birth is the largest land-owning black church in America and uh, all we have is a gym and a sanctuary and I think it's an indictment uh, and it's poor stewardship uh, when uh, we're really supposed to be modeling what uh, economic development is supposed to look like Secondly, uh, black men who are in jail, more often than not, are nonviolent offenders. It's white men who are murderers and rapists uh, and uh, armed robbery. Uh, black men are there for uh, possession or intention to distribute. Uh, what you may not know is my uh, uncle uh, was Frank Lucas, uh, the largest black drug dealer in America. Uh, Get so, out of here. yeah. Uh, so, I felt like I had a responsibility yeah. to redefine my family name. Uh, that if uh, my family was known uh, for doing it in one area, uh, then I think that uh, we've got to really recalibrate it. And I wasn't talking about cannabis, I was talking about growing hemp. Right. Uh, because right. I want to uh, open a holistic uh, health clinic on the campus of the church. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah. And after you do that, man, you need to go on down the street and get Green Forest to do it too, because oh. shoot, they sitting on a hundred and some acres too, man. So yeah, just, well, they I, need I, a pastor right now. Yeah, I know, I know, I know yeah. they do, but it's just, it's just wow, man. That's a church I, I grew up in. Oh wow! And just for I just love the way you just making that that shift, man. Because the thing about the church is, yes, tithing and offering should be your main income, 
But at the end of the day, man, you need other streams of income that come in, especially during the pandemic. I Correct. Just, I just remember the, my people was fighting me for doing credit card machines and texts to give and stuff like that when I first got here. Now, because the pandemic hit, you would have thought they had the idea of doing all that stuff in the right. beginning. But it's just, man. It, I just, it is because mm -hmm. the culture changes every four years, but church culture changes every 20. Wow. So the average church is 15 years behind schedule. So the average black church in Virginia is poking their chest out because they're on Facebook. Mm -hmm. All the young people are on TikTok. Right. Uh, and so we're missing a whole demographic because we don't even realize how behind times we Let are. Let me tell you something, man. I had a guy come preach at my church because I let the, you know, when you get to a church, they already have schedules. Yeah. They are, so I had, they had people already scheduled to preach, so I let them come. This dude called me the devil at my own church. It was like 10 years ago, 11 because I had Facebook Live. Yeah. And the same dude that called me a devil and in the pandemic, we had to go help him set up. And my dude, Daniel, y'all know Daniel. Daniel's so cool. Daniel's like, man, Rev, that's the one that was talking about you, man. I don't want to go hook it up. I said, no, man, it's, it's about the kingdom, man. So it's like, Yeah, you but know. he would have had to apologize on Facebook Live before <laughs> I set it up. <laughs> <laughs> you see, ain't getting away that easy. See, no, I, sir. <laughs> no, sir. I'm going to help you, but let's go live right now. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, no, hey, sir. Uh -uh. I didn't even, yeah. even think about that one, though. I just let it ride. No, I ain't going to let it ride. <laughs> you got to pay that toll. No, sir. No, uh, sir. Yeah. I said, man, go on over there, man. Oh, man, yeah. that's funny. He going to love this one right here, man. Like, he was he was hot that I sent him over there. He didn't even care about making the money. I said, he going to pay you. I don't care, man. That would be disrespectful. All right, man, so next time we come over there, man, my mentor just told me I need to make you go on Facebook Live and apologize. Yeah. You know who you are. I ain't going to call your name. I so. call his name. If anything. <laughs> ain't gonna tag his church so that they all watching it. Yeah, no. Uh -uh. No, sir. I, it keeps street credibility, brother. No. Keep street cred. Yeah, no, sir. Oh, my God, man. Oh my goodness, man! That that dude. I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna see if I'm gonna do it by the end of the show. <laughs> but Don't that, let me taint you, brother. Keep your pure heart. No, nah, man. Keep clean hands. No, nah, it ain't, ain't good yes. all the time. Man. I got a quota, man. So yeah. you know, it's I'm doing good right now. No, man. Right, you hear, right. so I'm happy, man. So I'm I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm sitting over here chilling. No, that's great. Drinking my lemonade and stuff. Man, I appreciate it, man. But man, Joker at new birth, man, that's 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 dope, man. I'm just, it is. I'm just, I'm just happy for you, man. I'm happy you went over there and didn't I ain't calling people names, but just some of the people that were kind of upset that you left. But I feel like, man, that was that was a move of God, man. Because yeah. of what you're doing there. I mean, because we lost. I mean, when I was coming up, we had um, Andrew Young. I mean, he's still right. living. You know, we we had. Um, um, Laurie, we yeah. had uh, Hosea Williams, right. we had all those different legends that were out there in front making sure they pushed us, man. And I just see your spirit <clears throat> just like Al Sharpton, just like Jesse Jackson. So that's why I just appreciate you being there because sometimes, you know, you're like, man, God, you sending me all the way over here to Virginia, man. Right. I'm, I'm supposed to be in the A, man. That's why I came up. But to see but the funny thing is, when you see somebody, and you're not a, a jealous-hearted person, when you see somebody taking care of your city, taking care of your people, right. and I hear 
people that I know that's locked up saying, hey, man, listen to Edu. I listened to Jamal Bryant, right. man. I knew. I remember you talked about him, but now I'm listening to him now, man. Right. And just, to, just to hear that and see the impact. Because like you said, when you, got, when you had a street cred, you began to bring people in who not ready-made Christians. A lot of right. times churches just want to have the person from First Baptist, the people from Newburgh, the people that's already made, but he said right. you're going to make you fitness of men, that means you're going to have to clean somebody. Right. So I like that when you said, yeah, I want people to come and smell like weed, but some people just only heard the surface. Right. What you're saying is I want to make sure I'm pulling in people who don't know God, who don't right. know church. And that's, that's why I just appreciate, man. I appreciate your realness, man. Like no, the, the church has to have, uh, if it is an authentic church, it has to have GEDs next to PhDs. Mm. That if, if it is uh, really consistent, a Maserati got to be next to a Mazda. Wow. Uh, I've, and I think that a lot of churches are missing the mark uh, because everybody in there is the same. Reverend. So they feel comfortable because we all went to Virginia Union. Yeah. We all went to Hampton. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that's <clears throat> with the authenticity of what the church is supposed to be. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, before we get off this, man, I got to bring this up, man. This dude here, man, it ain't on your bio. Y'all need to go yes. on and update the bio. Yes. We have on the show, baby, two-time Grammy winner. What? Yes. What? Yes. Two-time Grammy what? winner. Yes. Dr. Jamal Bryant. Yes. Put the respect on his name, yes. bro. You know what I'm saying? Two-time yes. Grammy winner. Not a dub. Not saying the dub ain't good. You it, know, not saying that. But Grammy just, you know, Willie D probably mad at you, man. You know, he, he was mad because he didn't get his Grammy. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> but, man, how did it feel? Man. I am blown away. Dude. Uh, and for those of y'all who are watching, I do not sing. Uh, <laughs> so I won a Grammy for a spoken word. Yeah. And uh, I was so convinced I wasn't going to win that I didn't even go. Uh, and now I got to repent. Time out, time out. First of all, he ain't got to tell me I yes. won nothing. Yes. If I get a ticket, I'm there. Hey, yes. I know I ain't won. I ain't got nothing out there. Well, I had to figure out, am I going to leave church to lose? Oh, you had to leave church. It's a Sunday, oh, yeah. and it's in L.A., so the time difference, I couldn't have done both. See, time out, time out. That's ministry right there. Yeah. That's ministry right there. Now, I get it now. It was yeah. Sunday. He didn't want to miss Sunday. He just right. came in four years, getting through a pandemic. I mean, creative. Oh, man, I got it. Yeah, right. yeah, you were supposed to go, man. That's why you won, man. You put God first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and right. this, and all these things will be added unto you, even a Grammy if you do something. <laughs> right. You ain't going to win no Grammy. You ain't done that, That's man. That's right. But I, I listen, yeah. I, I use... I, I use your and the, the one with Martin Luther King and you speaking, I used that on uh, one of them reels I had posted. Man. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah no. Tennessee State University did a, uh, a, a marching band CD yeah. and asked me to come do spoken word yeah. on it. And uh, so I'm on a couple of the tracks. And uh, so when we were nominated, I was like, wow, this is great. But we were against Willie Nelson against the Gatlin brothers. I like, oh no, ain't no way we coming out with this. Hey man, we need our security here, man. No be these white people, man. Hold on, man. Listen. You know how they do it? Y'all be Willie Nelson. You mean yes. the country yeah. people, dude. Oh, that yeah. is that is they didn't come out and vote. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time black people outvoted white people. <laughs> yeah, so we oh, made man. it. Yeah, no. That is dope. Then you got what, man? You got a presidential award too, man. Yes. From Biden. Yes. I called uh, uh, my girls' uh, twins at 16. So I called and said, I got the Lifetime Achievement Award. They was like, are you getting ready to die? <laughs> so I said, no. They yeah. was like, how they get this to you for your whole lifetime? Man, that's dope, though. I said, listen, I, I'm getting it ahead of schedule, so man, I'm, I'm grateful. That's what God does, man. I mean, 
But I love what you said when you were talking about the church on one of your interviews, you was talking about the scripture when it says, I give you houses that you haven't built. Right. And sometimes people just want to, they think they just talking about a house. Can you explain and break down that scripture for somebody out there that's like, look, what you mean he'll give me a house I didn't build? Yeah, I think uh, that he'll put you in a place of covering or shelter uh, that you were not responsible for the construction. You are the beneficiary of somebody else's sacrifice. Uh, and so uh, New Birth is an amazing church, uh, but I'd be delusional to think I built it. Wow. Oh, it's because of Jamal Bryant. The story is told uh, about uh, Palm Sunday when Jesus came riding in on a donkey, uh, that the donkey after Palm Sunday went back in the barn and said to the animals, did y'all hear them cheering for me? Because <laughs> uh, he, 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 yeah, he, he, yeah, he thought that all of it was for him, yeah. uh, but not who he was carrying. Wow. Uh, and so I'm, uh, I'm mindful uh, that none of it is because of me, but uh, the yeah. grace. But, that's, but I mean, to be that humble though, but see, you, you know, you gotta have other people toot your own horn. Yeah. I get it, he didn't build it, but membership had began to dwindle. I'm just gonna toot his horn for him. Cause I would be watching, people would be calling me, texting me, hey, you know, pray for us. Cause you know, I, I was one of the executives there cause I was the principal right. over at, at the school. And so I still have ties like Elder Waddell and, right. and, and people like that. And so when they, somebody, when you got there, people just started texting me, man, we got Jamal, what you think, man? Do you think we should have got sap? Do you think we should have got this person? Saying, man, dude, y'all got Jamal, it's a wrap. Y'all good to go. Right. And so now even Branch, you know, I don't know if you know the sound guy, his last name, Branch, man, I can't think of my dude first name, but he does some of your sound and he ended up, he came up here not that long ago, about three weeks ago. He's like, man, you was right, man. That joke would be killing it, man. So man, I thank just, you, Branch. Yeah, man, I just, Branch, uh, Branch I, you got job security. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I just need 20%, my yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, man, but it was something else. Oh, yeah, man, people were asking me, man, because I know Atlanta's black on black on black, but the mall, man, tell us about the mall, man. How you get that vision to do that? To yeah, do that so mall, it, we uh, opened the only completely black-owned mall in America. It's called the New Black Wall Street Market. It's 110 black-owned stores under one roof. Uh, and we did it uh, on the anniversary of the bombing of uh, Black Tulsa. Wall Street in Tulsa. Yeah. Uh, and a gentleman, a businessman by the name of Bill Allen uh, financed it with no banks involved, no credit union involved, no loans involved. Uh, he did it independently and so if you're ever in Atlanta, please don't spend all your money at Lennox and Phipps and Cumberland. Uh, supported with black people so that we can uh, reinvigorate our own economy. Yeah, I know you're on the east side over in Lanthona. Tell them yeah. exactly where it is, man. It's, it's gonna uh, be on six minutes from New Birth, uh, Stonecrest, uh, New Black Wall Street. So if you'll go uh, Google us, New Black Wall Street Market, uh, or on social media, you'll be able to see all that we have to offer. Man, definitely, man. This 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 has been a absolute man. Just just joy, man. God. First of all, thank you again coming for the second time. No, thank you. Madness. Honored to be here. You coming next year too? If you invite me. All right, he coming next year. All so right. he'll be in next year too. We're going to get the date now, man. Yes, got to lock it in, man. I'm there. I mean, when you have people like this, man, like you can't call people like this at the last minute, man. So I'm letting you know I want you every year. I'm there. I'm as hey, often as you're bringing Hey, he said he coming often. I want to just yes. give a shout out to my dude. I'm going to get the book. I mean, I got the book together because Paul Moore, he wrote the forward for my book. Nice. But he got, he, 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 uh, he was coming every year, but um, 
Uh, I, I just um, some people got upset that he was coming every year. Hey, hey, Dr. Jamal Bryant, he don't care to everybody coming every year. We might have ended this because I'm scared of Bishop, so yes. you know, my, I don't know if this gonna make it or not. But I want to bring this moment, but I don't know. We might have, we might have yeah, do it. Yeah, we go, we gonna cut this one. But I got, I gotta get it out. I gotta get it out. Damn yeah, man, so, so he had came to me two times in the same year, and people were upset because he had came two times in the same year. And so he he was supposed to come this year. He said, no, nah, man, I got to come the year after, man, because too many people were upset that I came to you two times in one year. And they were like, you know, who is this? So I said, God must be giving me favor. And I got yeah. Dr. Jamal Bryant every year. But so, not twice in one year. Yeah, I didn't get you twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was just saying, just do once a year, man. Yes. But anyway, man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Can you just... Get them a, a ending word of wisdom, man, because you know you you the king of man. What happened to the show, man? The preachers, man. I used to watch that all the time, man. Why I go off so quick? Listen, they I know put, the race had to be up there, man. We no, were watching we that went stuff. down. They put us against uh, Steve Harvey, oh, they and the time. Uh, he already had a uh, a yeah. solid following, but all as well. Before we go there, man, why do they always do that, man? Why do they always put one black show against another black show? It ain't really that many black shows anyway, man. Well. Uh, You'll notice uh, Rolling Stones, Grateful Dead, um, Maroon 5, all of them are uh, groups that stay together for years. It is only in black culture and entertainment they break up groups and only promote individuals. Mm. Uh, and so if it was one of us, they may have pushed us more. Uh, but no as a group, it's like there's too many of y'all in one place. That's how it was yeah. when um, they wanted to put uh, Dave Chappelle, man, he, he, they wanted to put him on uh, he, HBO. Yeah. But then they said, we already got Chris Rock. Like, why we need you? But right. you can have all these white comedians, all, all right. these different, but you always want to make room for one. Like, they always want to put, you know, LeBron up against KD or KD up against LeBron. They right. always feel like it's supposed to only be one person. Like, we only got room for one of y'all. But how do we combat that as a black people? Man? I, I think by maintaining the groups of who it is that we are, uh, is that um, post-slavery, we were individualized. That if you come together in a group, it's always considered to be a threat. Um, so if you can imagine 50 years ago, this meant uh, of amount of black men at a country club, we'd be dead by sundown. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I, I think that we, <laughs> yeah, we, we got to know what is the significance of wow. that uh, and really build and forge. And I think that's where people lost the strength and the dynamism of uh, fraternities and sororities is, was the only place outside of church yes. you could have a group legally. Wow. Uh, and so it's coming full circle for why it is that we have to build uh, what Dr. King called the beloved community. Man, that is, man, that's some knowledge right there, man. Yeah. And the funny thing about, because just like when, when um, Sam Cooke, Muhammad Ali, yeah. uh, Malcolm X, and uh, <clears throat> what's my dude's name, man? Jim Brown met in Miami that time, and they made it such a big spectacle because you had four black people meeting together, and they asked them what they talk about. And Muhammad Ali was like, don't worry about what we talking about. You want to ask white people, they met. When we meet and talk about stuff, you act like it's a problem, but when you meet, it's, it's not a problem. So, man, I appreciate that knowledge for the sororities and stuff as well, which, um, wow, that's, 
that's knowledge. And I love the part about us keeping us separate. Like, we here in Virginia. You right. know, Lynchburg, I don't like going to Lynchburg. I mean, I, I, I'm on the board of one of the colleges down there. I hate driving down there just for the simple fact that it's Lynchburg and it's start with Lynch. Right. And you know how Willie Lynch is the one that showed them how to control the slaves, put the dark against the light, the light, uh, the, the, the old against the young, you know, the house against the field one, you know, and so it, it began to magnify our differences and act like that wasn't a, an asset, act like it was a liability. So right. yes, and he said that'll keep them in slavery, in bondage for 400 years. Right. And here we are still light against dark, old against young. And the, for you to just hit to, to this, hear that knowledge about the importance of <clears throat> fraternity and sororities, about how it kept us together, because that's the only time it was legal. I didn't know that at all, man. Oh, yeah. So that's why he went to Duke and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So anyway, just end us with a word of wisdom, man, and, and we're going to get ready to eat. Yeah. I uh, would uh, say to you that uh, Christ never calls you to be comfortable or convenient. If it does not rob you of sleep, it is not from God. It should be something that makes you so nervous uh, that it will not work. I say uh, all the time, if God doesn't get involved, it's going to fail. If you can be a success without his participation, it is of no significance. And so you have to uh, dream dangerously to the extent that if you speak it out loud and it doesn't work, you'll be embarrassed. Trust God for the spectacular, the unusual, and the ridiculous. My dad is a retired uh, bishop in the AME Church, and he said something that messed me up. He said to me, I am so glad I was not Barack Obama's pastor, because if I was Obama's pastor, I would have talked him out of running and told him that there was no chance. I'm telling you that even spiritual people can be off. Wow. Make sure that you're connected to what God is calling you and be faithful to that. Wow, man, that is dope. <clears throat> I don't know if it's gonna make the edit or not, but look, I was my, I went to Albany State my first year, and the reason why I transferred in 1993, going into my, I went there in 1992, I left <clears throat> because they had a motivational speaker there that said there would never be a black president, and he said it with conviction, and I said, Mom, I can't be here. I might always go to a white school and get used to the world. I'm gonna be here at this black school and he telling me there'll never be a black president. <clears throat> I don't want to go here. And next year I left. I went to Georgia Southern. <laughs> it wasn't black, but I was like, I might well go ahead and learn how to deal with the world if I'm gonna have to sit up here and listen to stuff like this. So wow, man, that's that's bold, man. You sure the bishop ain't gonna, you know, get no whipping if I put that on there? <laughs> no, he, you know, he <laughs> said it publicly. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, man, yeah, that's yeah. dope, man. That's dope. But anyway, again. Thank you, Dr. Bryant, man. We have a, a, a jewel in the kingdom who will be here in 2024, 2025, 2026. <laughs> One day at a time, 27, Oh, you know how you got to fix it? Lord willing. Yeah. <laughs> 2930. Yes. <laughs> anyway, again, thank you, my dude. Thank you, sir. I right, appreciate you. Grateful. All right, we good. Hey everybody, how you doing? This book is a book I believe everyone should buy. Not just because I wrote it, but because this book was birthed out of pain. And you learned so much during those painful moments. This is called Leadership Growth, The Power and the Pain. You can't have the power unless you've been through the pain. Bishop Morton wrote the foreword. 
has been endorsed as well by our former governor, uh, Terry McAuliffe, and by our Newport News Sheriff, Sheriff Gabriel Morgan. I promise you this book will bless you. Please get it, not just for me, but to bless you. Go to willamaxwell.org or click on the links below, and I promise you this book will bless you. If you don't just buy it for yourself, buy it for someone else. It's a short read, but it's a powerful read. I've been getting testimonies all across the country, and I promise you it will bless your life.